Hello, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today we'll be talking about when you feel defeated. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome, welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today is August 16th, 2021, and the plan for the day is to discuss what to do when you feel defeated. And before we really dive into that, I wanted to tell you the Torah portion for this week is found in Deuteronomy 21, chapter 21, verse 10, to chapter 25, verse 19. This uh, week's Torah portion is called Kitetze. Um, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the Haftorah portion is found in Isaiah, chapter 54, 1 through 10. And then the Brit Hadasha, which is the New Testament or the Gospels, Matthew 24, 29 to 42. Um, I'm going to discuss that a little bit, but um, I actually was able to read it with my husband um, yesterday, and it was just awesome. We really delved deep into it and, and discussed um, the different things, and, and you know, especially the uh, areas where you're not exactly sure exactly what they're talking about. And it's funny because a lot of times we're like, wait, what do they mean by that? And then you continue reading, and you're like, oh, it's actually self-explanatory. They do explain it. So I would encourage you to go ahead and get um, your Bible open and read these Torah portions because they actually are really helpful and they do have to do with everyday life. And um, as I do every week, I was praying about what in the world I should be talking about. And last night, my thought was actually talking about being distracted, which I may discuss in a different uh, podcast but um, I woke up this morning and I really was feeling defeated. And I felt like the Holy Spirit said this, this is what you need to talk about. Um, this past week has been really difficult for me. Um, I know it might sound like I'm crying. I'm not. Um, I don't know if it's allergies or just a cold or whatever. Um, but it's uh, not why I've been feeling defeated, actually. Uh, last week uh, was kind of a beginning for a lot of different things for me. Um, I started up my uh, job that I do for uh, private school. I drive a school bus for them, which actually is great because it only takes up the, uh, a portion of my morning and a portion of my afternoon. The rest of the day I have free, which is really fantastic, especially on those days that um, my health is not really that great. But I also signed up for a fitness program. And it's something that I've really been procrastinating on um, because I really don't like going to the gym, quite frankly. But I saw this thing on Facebook and I was like, you know, I know a friend who's been to this gym. I'm going to go check it out. And I checked it out and um, it was even husband approved. Um, so that was good. And um, signed up for it. My husband did not understand exactly how much uh, the finances would involve for that. But um, even though I did tell him, he just read my text wrong. Um, that's for another podcast. But um Anyways, I'm, I'm going to be doing this until the end of October and um, got to meet my trainer that I'm going to see one-on-one -on -one once a week along with doing a bunch of different classes and um, last Wednesday and it was great, but it also at that time, I think she wanted to see what I could do and she just gave me a, you know, it wasn't really that difficult uh, in the grand scheme of things, especially when you go to the gym, but she wanted me to do five rounds of five different exercises, I believe. And, um, I tell you what, the first ex exercise alone, uh, 
it kicked my butt. I am so out of shape. It's rather ridiculous. I haven't really worked out for about a year and a half now. So my body is not used to me having it move the way that I would like it to, especially when you're working out. And um, I mean, the first one was just lunges, doing 400 yards of lunges. And um, that's actually not that much, quite frankly, but um, it was kicking, kicking me right in the rear. And um, she wanted to do, me to do five rounds of these five different exercises. And, uh, after the lunges, I was like, man, I want to quit. But because of the way, uh, my work ethic is and how I push myself, um, I kind of had to, I, I just pushed myself and I got to two rounds and I completed two rounds and I said, you know, I'm, I'm done. Well, you know, I'm done. I'm not gonna be able to do anymore. And then the rest of the week I could barely walk and I'm not being uh, a drama queen. <laughs> I really could barely walk. Um, I was really thankful that no one really saw me getting up uh, onto the bus and off the bus um, because it was very difficult for me to, I, I almost crawled uh, getting up and, and off of the bus because I was just in so much pain because my muscles were not used to being stretched that way for so long. And it was interesting. I was talking to one of the trainers there who had signed me up uh, a few days prior to all this. And she had said, you know, we have, it's a hard time for those who are um, prior athletes when they have been out of the gym and they come back in because they tend to push themselves too hard. And I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. And I don't know why I never thought of it before, but I did seven years of gymnastics as uh, a kid. And, um, when gymnastics, if you've ever done it, you know that you push yourself to the limits and then some. And I kind of have that kind of mentality when I am working out. I push myself to limits to the point where uh, I probably shouldn't. I really could hurt myself um, because I want to not only push myself, but I also want to have the approval of my coaches, which is funny because if you know me as a human being, I don't really live for other people's approval. Um, that's not really what I'm about. Uh, my worst enemy is myself. I, I really live more for my own approval and for God's approval. And I just felt really defeated. And I, I remember going in the next day to the gym. I was supposed to do another workout in this class. And it was not at all what I thought I was signed up for. And I really kind of felt judged by the other women who were there. Um, it's not a woman's gym just for the record, but it happened to be a couple of women in this group. And, um, even the trainer kind of looked at me as like, have you ever done this kind of training before? And I'm like, yeah, actually I have. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, in that case, you know, she was very nice, but, um, you know how we women can be. We can kind of look at somebody and just tear them down before we've even spoken to them. And I kind of felt like that. And, um, so it made me feel defeated because I ended up leaving and not doing the workout. I actually came home and worked out with my husband in his gym instead, because I was just like, look, I'm going to go ahead and, and do this stuff. But I, I also am like, look, I don't want this trainer to think I'm a quitter. And I don't want her to think that I'm a whiner and that I'm just going to like pretend to come and not actually come and get any work done. So I was just feeling really defeated. And it was funny because at that moment, my trainer actually, texted me on Sunday and was like, Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to see how you're feeling. Cause she knew I was in pain. And so I told her what was going on. And I told her like, Hey, I want to kind of cut it back for the next two weeks. Cause I want to get conditioned and ready to go. Um, all that being said, kind of explaining why I felt defeated this past week, because I'm so hard on myself when I'm not able to 
do something successfully that I feel like I should be able to do. Um, like I say, like, you know, my mind is very much willing and my body is weak and is like, um, no, I'm not doing that. So it's, it's, you know, it's almost like that internal battle that we have between our flesh and our spirit, right? Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak, right? And so we have to say, no, like, this is what God has called me to do. And this is what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to do it, even if it hurts. And I'm not going to be defeated. Um, I wanted to read you a couple of things, um, a couple of quotes about being defeated. Um, I thought that they were really good. Uh, the first one is, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I think everyone on the planet, at least in America, has heard that quote before. Um, You're only defeated when you quit. Opportunity often comes disguised in the form of misfortune or temporary defeat. This one I need to remember. It's don't forget you're human. It's okay to have a meltdown. Just don't unpack and live there. Cry it out and then refocus on where you are headed. But my absolute favorite one is being defeated is a temporary condition. Giving up is what makes it permanent. And how often in our lives do we do something, we might be excited about it, it's something that's going to help us, and we become defeated, and instead of pushing through that feeling of defeat, we quit. <clears throat> and I don't think that's what God's heart is for us um, in most instances. Um, I know for me, my health is such an issue, and I know that I am a bit overweight right now. But mentally, I'm in a really great place when it comes to that. Um, women don't worry about that. I'm not like, I, I don't have a eating disorder of any kind. But um, mentally, I'm in a good place. But physically, I know that I'm not where I should be. And I think as believers, we kind of overlook that. And I don't know why we do that. Um, that That's one of the areas in our life where we're like, oh, we're good. We can eat whatever we want and be happy. It's fine. God wants me to be happy. Um, I encourage you to look in the scriptures and show me one verse where it says God wants me to be happy. Um, I don't think you'll find it. If you do, I will eat my words and apologize. But that being said, we need to give Adonai every aspect of our life. And for me right now, um, the part that I'm struggling in and the part that I know I'm weak in is my health. Um, You know, there are times when I gorge myself on food I should not be gorging myself on. There are times where I eat things that I shouldn't be eating on a regular basis. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a cookie once in a while, but if you're having a few cookies every single night, that's really not good for you. And it's not, um, it's not good for your body, but you're also the temple of the Holy spirit. Right. And so the quote, you are what you eat is actually really accurate. If you're eating, uh, soda, you're drinking soda and you're eating drive through food all the time, not really what's best for your body, right? That's not how God wants you to live. We're supposed to live to glorify God. And I think that we actually put a stumbling block in front of ourselves and others when we choose to allow our flesh to be in charge of how uh, we take care of ourselves. So that's where I am trying my very best. And we're, of course, you know, Satan is trying to attack me because I'm attempting to get my health under control. So if you would just go ahead and continue to pray for me for that, I will pray for you that you will find um, a healthy balance and um, praise God. But I, I wanted to look up all the different areas where it talks about being defeated. And 
there really are a lot. And then I was like, oh, there, is there like a certain person in the Bible who felt defeated? And um, <laughs> there are actually quite a few people in the Bible who have felt defeated. And I think that's the difference between believers and non-believers, right? Um, a lot of times with non-believers, if they feel defeated and they simply quit, you know, they feel defeated and alone and anxious and worried and whatever and whatnot, they are all alone. But we as believers, we're never alone. We have somebody walking right beside us. And I think that's something that's really important for us to remember and to really dive into and to never forget. Now, um, there are a lot of Psalms that discuss um, feeling defeated and or what we should do when we're defeated. Um, Psalm 34:20 is many are the distresses of the righteous, but Adonai delivers him out of them all. And it may not feel like in the midst of it, like, all right, God, like, sure, sure. God totally, def- you know, is helping me, uh, rescue me from, he delivers me from all these different issues, but you know, deliverance is not necessarily saving you from a situation. It's might be just helping you through it. Right. Um, you know, it's funny because I was feeling so defeated. I was actually snuggling with my husband this morning and that's how he knows something's really wrong. I'm not a physical touch person. That's not my love language. And, um, he was like, you know, there's someone in the Bible who was feeling really defeated and let down. And you know what, you know, God did. He, he had him take a nap and he fed him and he felt a lot better afterwards. And I was like, yeah, you're talking about Elijah, which of course I know because Elijah is actually my favorite prophet in the whole Bible. Um, I just love um, his life and I love how God used him even in his weakness. But um, it was a good point because I hadn't eaten yet. And so he's like, you know, you, you slept in today and why don't we go ahead and have some breakfast and then I think you'll feel better. So it was really helpful. <laughs> He wasn't wrong. Um, I did start feeling a lot better with that, but I also felt even better when we started reading the scripture together. So um, I think that there's um, a time and a place for all of these different things. But um, one of the verses that kept coming to me, because once again, karaoke machine in my head um, was Joshua one verse nine. And it was funny because I was like, man, where is that? And the only reason I knew where it was in the Bible is because of the song in my head. And it says, have I not commanded you, um, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever you go. That's Joshua one nine. And, and the song is, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever, wherever, wherever you go. Joshua, Joshua, Joshua one verse nine. I believe that's a, uh, and thankful. Um, I, I believe that's from GT and the Halo Express is who I'm thankful for, uh, doing that. So I know that verse. And, um, I think that's definitely one of those life verses that's so important because throughout life, we need to remember that God is the one in control and that he is reminding us, like, you don't need to be discouraged and whatever's going on in your life. I will be with you throughout it all. Right. And I think it's really important for us to remember. Now I will, the other thing that I thought was really heartening when I was reading with my husband, the tour portion um, is Isaiah 54, one through 10 verse 10 says, though the mountains depart and the hills be shaken, my love will not depart from you, nor will my covenant of peace be shaken says Adonai, who is compassion on you. 
So his covenant with us will not be shaken. And yes, I know he's talking to the, the Hebrew people here, but we are grafted in because we are children of the most high God. And um, we believe that Yeshua is Messiah. He is his son. So I think it's really important for us to remember that. And the other person I thought about a lot is obviously Paul. Um, how defeated and discouraged do you think he was? Uh, <laughs> I think almost all, everything that he writes that we have in the Bible today, he was in prison and was writing these things. Um, you know, how many times was this guy uh, put in prison, beaten up for his beliefs, kicked out of towns? I mean, how discouraging can that possibly be? I mean, I'm discouraged about a workout and how it made me feel for, you know, the rest of the week. Um, Paul was discouraged, I think, um, not that I shouldn't be discouraged or, you know, there isn't reasoning for me being discouraged throughout this week, but I mean, Paul had really good reason to be discouraged and to really, um, be saddened. But, you know, there are times where Paul's in the, you know, Paul was in the prison with Timothy at one point and they were put in prison. And so what do they do? They started praising and worshiping God. And that's exactly what we are supposed to do. I can't tell you how many times growing up, my mom would say, you know, in all things, praise the Lord. We are to praise the Lord in all things, whether it's good times or bad times, happy or sad, we praise the Lord. And in praising the Lord, it actually helps to lift our spirits and remind us who God is. Now, it could be you listening to your favorite praise and worship music, or um, you could just be singing a song yourself um, to the Lord. And I think that that's important. You know, the other thing you can do is is something that my husband and I are actually going to work on with our children this uh, week because we haven't really uh, been appreciating the attitudes that they're uh, exhibiting right now is, you know, going over being grateful. You know, in all things we are to do unto the glory of God, whether we want to or not, whether we feel like it or not, whether we're happy or sad, whether we feel defeated. Um, you know, I could have laid in bed all day and been like, I'm not doing this podcast. I just, I just don't want to, you know, not, not many people actually listen to me. I don't want to do it. Um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be faithful to what God has called me to be and to do. And I'm going to glorify him in all things, whether I feel joy in the moment or not. And I think that that's a good reminder. And maybe that's why the, you know, Ruach HaKodesh was telling me, hey, this is what I want you to talk about today. Um, to let you know that you're not alone. You're not the only one who struggles with these things. My goal is to give you, you know, hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs, but also letting you know, like, I'm being real with you. This is my life. And um, what I can share with you, I will share with you. And I, I want you to know that the struggle is real. But God is on the throne and he is our salvation. Amen. Um, I apologize if you hear any background noise for whatever reason. My family keeps opening and shutting my garage door, which is right near my bedroom, which is where I record. Um, I would also really encourage you to please email me with any thoughts you have or anything you want to talk about, uh, want me to talk about on the podcast or um, any questions you might have that I can hopefully answer for you. Um, now, as I do every single week, I want to go ahead and leave you with numbers chapter six, verses 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua, Sashalom, in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. May you have a great week. And remember that. 
Our God has overcome the world. We are overcomers. We have not been defeated. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E is an Echo, L is in Lemur, Amazon Mike, Amazon Mike, Amazon Mike, the number three at ProtonMail.com. You can also leave me a one minute voicemail message on anchor.fm slash Erica LaCasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.